Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Thank you for listening to the Late Breaking F1 podcast. Make sure to tune in for new episodes every Wednesday and Grand Prix Sundays. Hello and a very warm welcome to the Late Breaking F1 podcast presented by Harry E, Sam Sage and myself, Ben Hocking. It's Q&A time, folks. We've reached that point in the year where we ask you to give us all of your questions. Okay, before I go on, I should probably point out, in in previous episodes, I have been the only person who has been responsible for the soundboard, but somehow these two morons have found a way that they also have access to it now. So if at any point you think, Ben probably wouldn't normally do that, it's probably because I haven't actually done it. <laughs> Point proven. Oh, God. I said I shouldn't have been given access to this. Yeah. Oh. I, I didn't disagree with you in, oh, in the slightest. Um, yeah. I feel... I just have that feeling this is going to be a long one, and this is, this yeah. is going to be tough. Is um, that the first question? Yes. Is this going to be a long one? Yes. It probably will be. But we've got plenty of really interesting questions lined up that you've got in touch with us about on Instagram, Twitter, our Discord. So thank you very much. Um, and we'll get through as many as we possibly can. Sam, are you? do you promise to tell the truth and nothing but the truth? I mean, that's all I tell. I'm, I'm not smart enough to understand, to create any other world. So, yeah, unless it's a metaphor, and that would be true mm. anyway, so... Truth is the truth. That might be the worst answer I've ever given to an answer. It's a good start. Truth is the truth. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, my God. I'm enjoying the soundboard. I'm exhausted already. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, considering our exhaustion, should we get on to question one? <laughs> Yeah, let's do it. So, uh, question one is very appropriately chosen because we did say that you can get in touch with us on all different channels. And we did say you can send us an audio note or an audio clip on our email. And there was one person who did that. So thank you very much to that one person. And as your reward, you get to go first. The rest of you, you're failed. Um, this is a question <laughs> from a Discord member. Here for the lols is what he's called on the Discord. Not sure about real name, but we'll go with Discord name. Uh, and we'll play his question now. Hey guys, first I want to say thank you for the hours of entertainment and congratulations on the growth of the show. My question is, there has been criticism over the past few years about the fact that sometimes the F2 drivers graduating to F1 are not ideal when considering there are more promising and talented drivers to choose. How do we fix this and are F1 license points maybe too easy to get? It's a good question. And thank you very much for the kind words in there. Uh, and also a not ideal reference as well. I think you've pretty nice. much nailed 26 seconds of audio there. So, Sam, 
answer to the question. Here for the lols, you've got rather lovely, sultry tones to your voice. Um, so congratulations on that, whatever that is. Can um, you read us like bedtime stories? Yeah, if you'd <laughs> like to maybe do like our, our outros or our credits, you're welcome to. It's not paid. Um, anyway, how we, how we <laughs> fix F2? Um, I haven't heard that question. Ben, I think you gave it a little preview to make sure it all works and everything, but um, I've, I've not heard it. I didn't know what the question was. So how do we fix the progression between um, F2 drivers becoming Formula 1, stop making it money-focused, and allow drivers that we as spectators and the media will necessarily view them as having the talent to take the step at what others maybe don't? Um, I think a lot, of them, a lot of the resolutions you can give put a lot of pressure onto... Um, Formula One teams, where maybe they should be allowed to make their own choices. Uh, when we, we've come up with a few of these answers in previous podcasts before, and I think the one that is key, I think, is always having is, is a seat that needs to be moved around or owned by Formula One or the FIA that allows a um, an F two driver to step into Formula One for one season or one season only to allow them to extend that career essentially. So you'd have eleven teams currently. One of them would be um, FIA-owned or F1-owned, and they would necessarily be run by some kind of unbranded team or something like that, and it allows for, um, say, the top two in F2, if they're not signed by uh, a team, to step in and have a full season in Formula 1 to allow them to show off their skills. Of course, the tricky thing is, with this idea, is Formula 1 cars aren't um, uniform, like Formula 2 cars, Um they might not have development. Finances might be tougher for F1 to... They're not. But they might have been theoretically tougher for development. They might have an engine supplier. There's so many questions up in the air that it becomes very quickly unfeasible. Um, and you, we're obviously talking about, you know, Oscar Piastri, right? He's the guy that has won the junior category. And he is one of the few people who are in those top sections that were never really in a shout of a car. Guan Yu Zhou has obviously stepped into a role. Um, and he hasn't. So... It's hard to give you an actual direct answer that allows you to go, yes, that resolves the problem. We're going to do that then. Maybe it's as simple as only the top three in F2 are allowed to be signed by F1. But again, you're putting in rules that feel manipulative and against choice and a bit difficult. Um, so I, I can't give you a 100% setting stone answer that I think fixes the problem. Maybe Ben and or Harry could provide something as they're a lot more intelligent than I am. But for me, it's something that is probably one of the hardest questions to answer in the world of Formula 1. I don't think there is a sensible option that ticks all the boxes. So, thank you for recording that lovely, sultry voice of yours and sending it in. I do appreciate that. And you've got a not ideal in there, because the answer to that question that I just gave was not ideal. But, it's hard to answer that question. I don't think I have a guaranteed solution for that. So, sorry. Not to worry, because Harry does have a guaranteed solution, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) I always have one. Um, no, to be fair, I think not, and jokes aside on this, not ideal is probably the most accurate phrase for this for this issue, isn't it? Um, there is really, I don't know if there is going to be any way to make it fairer. On the point of super license points in F2, I don't think it, we've touched wood for the, for the past, I don't know, maybe, let's say, 10 years. There haven't been exactly many duff drivers who've made it to F1 that, that are, haven't really been good enough um, to be in F1 so I, I don't think that necessarily is an issue and to be honest it's so hard to get a seat in F1 that, that I don't I don't think um, the, the bad ones have, have got any chance of making it through anyway so yeah, I say that Ragunathan could still get a seat at some point uh. Please. Lord, Lord Mavier, what's the Mavier? Mavier, yeah, um, yeah. So, I, yeah, as Sam said, there there is no real easy solution to this. And you know, is it is it keeping a seat free? But who, like, how do you do that? Who, which team has to keep their seat free? Is it at the bottom of the championship each year has to give their seat up? But like Sam said, it, it's it's all feels a bit too manipulated, doesn't it? Um, it's just a really hard, hard fact, and I guess the the real solution is to get more teams in F one, but that's that's a wider issue in itself. Because you get more seats, then you get more opportunities for these young drivers to come through. Um, but I think it's a wider issue that F one's facing at the moment. So, 
unexpectedly, I don't real, really have a solution to the to the question here. I've come up because normally one, I do. But I'll let Ben talk first. God. Well, better get mine in first then. Um, yeah, <laughs> I. My idea that I have said on the podcast previously it would have been a while ago now is that. I think there should be some sort of uh, rolling draft of sorts where essentially, and this works on the basis of 10 teams, so if that number changes, then the system will have to be updated slightly. But with 10 teams at least, every five years, you have to take either the winner or the runner-up of F2. Now, you could say you know that is forcing the issue. It is, but these teams will have time to prepare well in advance. So let's say next year... Uh, we know it's Alpine who are going to be taking the first place finisher from F2 um, and it will be Haas taking the second place. Uh, and then essentially you go around the other eight teams in the next four years and then it goes back to Alpine and Haas, but Haas get the first place driver. So essentially every 10 years you're taking two drivers from F2, uh, at least two drivers from F2. One of them is the runner-up and one of them is the first place finisher. Um, slightly half-baked idea, so um, don't take it too seriously. Um, but... I think the actual issue itself isn't necessarily the achievements of the drivers in F2. I actually think it's more of an issue of how long it takes them to get there. Because even with the, let's say, worst drivers in F1 at the moment, it's not as if they've had junior careers that are completely uneventful and have had no success whatsoever. You know, If you want to look at uh, Nikita Mazepin as an example of this, that's probably one of the names you're thinking of when you're asking this question. You know, he did have a top five finish in F2. He did have a top three finish in F3. It's not as if those results aren't there. I think the question comes about how long is it taking to get these results? Because as we know, with that sort of development in that age of sort of 17 to 21, um, you know, I, the the older you are, it's a massive experience edge that you have. And if you look at Nicholas Latifi as an example, yes, he did very well in his final year in F2 but it took him about five years to get to that point. So um, I actually think the issue, the core issue actually isn't related to F2 in particular. It's actually a much more grassroots uh, issue that we have where it's, you know, you get the advantage from an early age in terms of experience because of the money you have. That gives you an advantage at the next level. That gives you a head start at the next level and it just keeps on cascading. It's, it's almost like a uh, snowball effect. So the time you get to F2, you've got these drivers that have, because of wealth, had such an advantage over other drivers. Um, but the issue doesn't start at F2. It starts well before that. But I agree with what you both said. There isn't a perfect solution out there. And I don't think there's one solution out there as well. The only way this can be tackled is a number of measures. What they are, um, you know, I've got a few ideas for some of them, but maybe maybe for others, not so much. What, what's your idea that's going to finish it off? Here we go. Um, so I think you're all thinking it's going to be absolutely stupid. It's not. It's not that ridiculous. I think Red, the bottom Red three or <laughs> or four teams should be offered um, extra funding, extra extra subsidies or perks by the FIA to run a third car that can only take part in the drivers' championship. And they, 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 on agreement to these extra subsidies, they have to take on board one of the top three in F2 so essentially it means that the bottom three teams will run three cars um, and they'll take the top three from F2 they can't compete in the constructors but it does show that they can show off their wheel to wheel racing it shows that they're going to be in a car that's the same as their teammates they might be performing better and they'll almost be funded for that secondary car as long as they can prove that that funding isn't going into dodgy side deals and whatnot, then I think that um, I think that could be quite an interesting method of allowing a racer to prove themselves while the team doesn't actually lose out on, on funding and whatnot. I, it needs some fleshing out, but as a pure idea, I don't hate it. Oh, that's a first. No, I, I don't. I don't hate it either. What occurred to me was, what happens if uh, uh, this non a non champ uh, constructors championship car crashes into a constructors championship car? I feel like there would be uproar. It's just yeah, but there's uproar the anywhere, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just don't I mean, crash yeah. Into it doesn't take a lot for there to be uproar. Yeah, true. Should we move on to question two? Um, we have to get into the written questions now. Honestly, oh, making us all of you are oh. not worthy in comparison to <laughs> here for the moles. We, we very much don't mean that. Um, 
very important question, this one, actually. Hence its position towards the beginning of the show. It's from Layla. Pineapple on pizza? Question mark. Tim Talk. Harry Eve, what do you think? Get the biggest bin you've ever seen in the world and stick it in there. <laughs> That's all I have to say. I'm, not, so I'm just going to interrupt Harry's answer about pineapple and pizza because Banks has referred to Harry as Tim Top, which oh, has yeah, only that's ever point. left this this recording true. We can sign yeah. in, folks, to our recording software with any name we want. And accidentally, at one point, I think it was Harry. He mispronounced TikTok as Tim Tok and <laughs> since then has just called himself Tim Tok on this software for about six months now. Question is, why was I starting in as TikTok anyway? I don't know. I, don't know. I forgot don't know. that I needed context. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> there you go. We now know that Harry refers to himself as Tim Tok every time we re- re- record a podcast. God. That's, this is really like behind the actor's curtain yeah. right it's now. It's a Q&A episode. A real this is you know, a bit different, isn't it? So find the biggest bin is your answer, Harry. Yeah, disgusting. So a definite no. <laughs> Get out of it. Sam, pineapple <laughs> on pizza. Uh, to quote Pet Shop Boys, it's a sin. Um, <laughs> I don't get a lot of mentions on F1 podcast. Like, Tim Tock's going to be gone. Um, it's going to spat his water out. It's awful, isn't it? It is absolutely awful. Why? I work with a lot of Italians in my actual job that isn't part of this. And honestly, I've heard someone mention uh, pineapple on pizza to them. They get physically angry by the looks of things when you bring it up. It is an, Understandably. Atrocious, yeah, it's an atrocious combination of foods. Uh, I guess, Ben, we'll throw it over to you. Will you make it a trio? So I would not throw pineapple pizza in a bin. Um, and that is because I have too much respect for bins. Um, they don't, they don't <laughs> do deserve bins. Yeah, um, I am not deviating away from the consensus here. Uh, Disgusting is the correct word. Why would you do it? Because pizzas are magnificent things. I had one for dinner tonight, folks. Oh yeah, which which one? If you'd like to see it, if you'd like to see it, it's in the hashtag food chat on Discord. Links in the description. Have a look. There's a picture of it. Have you actually have you posted it in there? Yeah, it's in there. Go have a look, everyone. Oh, I'm going to have a look. It looks good. 2,000 people £2. have just joined the Discord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Food chat. This next one I like a lot because it not only comes with a question, but it's actually also a presumptive answer as well, which I think is great good. and will confirm whether your assumptions are right or wrong good. on this. So uh, the question comes from username you can pronounce which i think i've done an all right job with that so yes <laughs> not wrong not wrong um what cars do you all drive uh, and the assumption here is that sam seems like a merc guy ben Not something that. a bit racy like a type r or a clio sport and harry definitely a toyota so, <laughs> so harry do you want to either confirm or deny Me, yeah. the assumption here me and Ralph Schumacher. No, um, denied. Sorry, guys, I don't drive a Toyota. Um, I, I, in fact, currently drive a Merc. So there you go. Sam, your Mercedes? Uh, I do not drive a Merc. I'm not talented enough to be signed by Toto. Um, no, I drive <laughs> a uh, relatively new, actually, um, little mini electric level three. Um, Folks. I've been in the car with this man, and the, and, and the electric away. instant talk from an electric mini is, and Sam's right foot is a frightening combination. There's I've some got interesting stories about me and these chaps in a car, and maybe we'll get into them another time. But um, yeah, I like to I like to drive around quite quickly. We'll, we'll say that. <laughs> and as for my uh, racy car, not quite. Um, I, I drive a, a Volkswagen Polo, um, which is also relatively new, uh, if 2006 counts as new. <laughs> is it the same one you had when we were in college? Yes. Oh, yes. good. Oh, that Polo. We that Polo has done... Hey, it's, it's a warrior, that Polo. Love it. <laughs> it's a warrior. We love yeah. it. A lot of memories for us in that Polo. Not like that. Just driving places oh, together. Yeah, also like that. <laughs> 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 oh god next question comes from james sturt which is 
which driver would you like to see join F1, but not from a uh, Formula Series? So not from F2, not from F3. So we're thinking maybe IndyCar, FE, WEC, something along those lines. Harry, which driver are you putting in? I mean, I've got I've got a bit of a soft spot for Scotty D, Scott Dixon. I think he probably should have had a shout at F1 at some point in his career. It's, it's a bit late now, I think, for him. But um, he's still tearing it up over an Indy car. He, he's he's now like the the very reliable brings home the bacon driver. Um, but I think back in the back in the day, uh, I think he'd he'd have had a good good run at it, run at it in a, in Formula One to be honest. I think he had, he had a couple of tests. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, there are plenty, but that that was one that sprung to mind because I think he he really could have really could, really could have made it had circumstances been different. Sam, your answer. Uh, another person that's flirted with Formula One in the past and uh, is going to be driven in the formulas uh, that's now recently gone to GT racing is uh, Mr. Valentino Rossi. Um, you know, the one of the very famous on two wheels he's just one of those people that are instinctively quick whatever they do uh, and I'm sure he will prove himself worthy uh, in GT he wouldn't be given a, a seat for the sake of being given a seat you know the, the guy can drive quickly wherever he goes and obviously we, there's some there's a video that if you ever watch Sky Sports especially on the English channels um, they love playing the Lewis Hamilton on a motorbike and him in the Mercedes clip repeatedly so he has driven F1 cars as a bit of fun um, I just think he'd be great. He's a great character. He's a really lovely bloke by all, all accounts. And I generally think he would have been good to have in Formula One. So yeah, Mr. Rossi. Uh, I mean, you two have both gone for experience here. In that, both of your guys are around forty years old. I'm going to go the other way on this. So uh, I'm going to go back to IndyCar like Harry did, but I'm going to go with Colton Herter, which it might still happen, mm. and was very close to happening a few months ago. Uh, his record on road course is very good. Obviously, with IndyCar, you've got the mix of, of ovals and you know regular circuits. Uh, and Colton Herter, I think all of his wins have come at circuits, which bodes well if you're going to do an F1 uh, crossover. You know, if you've got someone who is a very prolific oval racer, that's that's all well and good, and I'll have a good oval race, but it's not going to translate as well to F1. Whereas, you know, Colton Herter's won at Long Beach. He's won a couple of times at Laguna Seca. Uh, really talented guy and he's only 21 years old so um, I'll go with him there's another up and comer in IndyCar I think they call him the Phoenix oh, <laughs> rising from the ashes to be, to be honest I thought you were going to say either Paul Tracy or the mayor of Hinchtown so <laughs> the potato the mayor of Hinchtown is the best Get him in. I'm sorry Phoenix <laughs> but mayor of Hinchtown is the best I love that every IndyCar driver and member of the team has some ridiculous nickname. Uh, if you are an IndyCar watcher, what would our three nicknames be? A question for you, please. I would like to hear them. Make them incredibly ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think of Captain America, Ryan Hunter Ray. There are some great ones. We'll move on to uh, we'll move on to Bobo's nuts. Um, because Bobo's nice right, asked game. us, All right. which of us is most likely to be the following on a road trip? So he wants to know, driver, navigator, and backseat driver, which, how would we divide ourselves? Um, so I'm interested, what's your answer to this, Sam? Um... <laughs> what are you going to go for? I'm driving, thank you. Um, oh, I'm not getting that car. We're all getting in this car. We'll get there first, that's for sure. Um, Harry, I I, I, I I wouldn't get you on navigation, but I, I'd get you to pump out the tunes, and Ben would be pure suggesting and throwing us into directions. You know, I just feel like that works. That way. It's a good dynamic with Ben in the middle. It balances our ridiculousness. As does the so podcast. Ba- I'm, I'm backseat. No, back you're 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 the, navigating the AUX cable. Yeah, yeah, you're on AUX. Oh, yeah, you're the front right. right. I'm in the front. Oh, people who don't drive in the same way as us. That's confusing anyway i'm driving that's all that matters and i assume the answer is the same for everyone i would not have you drive <laughs> so, <laughs> so my um my, my way of approaching this is not to look at our strengths but all but to avoid our weaknesses here oh, so God. um so my view is i would not trust harry or sam to navigate me anywhere so i'm going to be the navigator. correct, that's correct. Um, 
<laughs> which then leaves them to fight over driver and backseat driver. Uh, and I wouldn't trust Sam to drive either. So Harry's going to have to drive. <laughs> in which case, Sam, you're in the back. Sorry. People are going to think I'm terrible. I'm just too quick. In fairness, I say that. Uh, I'm not sure if I've said this on the on the podcast before. I've given Harry the ability to drive. I should let you know the first time I ever went in a car with Harry, he went for a red light um, where Without someone realizing. was nearly halfway across the road and was very surprised. It was an elderly yes, lady, it wasn't was. it? Yeah. She was not, <laughs> not best pleased no, with me. She's, she's fine, folks. Yeah. <laughs> I am... Um... has... I mean, I think I agree with Ben's or I don't agree with Sam's or I'd probably go with... Come I, on. To be honest, I don't really like being a passenger anymore. I think I get a bit a bit car sick, so I might have to drive. I, um, I'm the people's driver. And I don't trust Sam to navigate us anywhere, so... <laughs> Where have I set us wrong? <laughs> Where is this coming from? <laughs> oh, I don't I know. I think it's more I'd trust Ben more than uh, I would trust you. I understand. I, I, trust you to, I trust you to put oh, some, yeah, I w- some banging tunes. If there was a way to make sure that Sam, you had control of, of, of music over me in that respect, don't worry, I'll make that happen. I'll take that. I'll take that. Backseat DJ. <laughs> Next one is our first one from Twitter. Um, Luke Jackson has asked, if you could pick three drivers in history to put in the same car and see who is best, who would you pick? Harry. This is a difficult one because I think I'd want to put more than three, but I think the one that probably... The three that, uh, sorry, that probably caused the most um, arguments on Twitter. It's going to be Hamilton. It's going to be Schumacher. It's going to be Senna, isn't it? Because it's a lot of banter. Yeah, a lot of banter. <laughs> that, that would just be. Um, I mean, all of them in their prime. I don't know. And is the theory that they are racing against each other, or is it like a shootout, like a like a hot lap? I don't know. Well, both. Yeah. Because if it was if it was racing each other, none of them would finish. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't see, I don't see any of them making it to, at the towards the end of that race. So um, maybe it's done on time lapse. Interesting one, Sam. Your three. Uh, well, to Mister Luke, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Because um, oh, I had to get, get a good sing song in there. Outcast, come on. Um, yeah, I would also go for Mr. Hamilton. I would also go for Michael Schumacher, but I would not put in Ayrton. I would, in fact, ramp the banter up to 100 and putting Fernando Alonso into the car. It's a lot of banter, isn't it? Oh, it still, still, no one's making it to the end. No of that one's race. getting around turn one. <laughs> oh, Alonso versus Senna is a is a. A battle I would like to see. That'd be ridiculous. Yeah. Spicy. Benjamin, what have you got? I'm going to go with Hamilton, Schumacher, and just to provide a different answer to Harry, I'll throw Jim Clark in there as well. Because I want to. thought you were going to go. I want to see how that stacks up. I thought you might go Fangio, but. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking he might be a yeah, fan. Yeah, it's another one of those. Yeah. yeah, could have easily done as well, but that's a very tough question. A very good one. It's a good question. What about Tarso Marquez? Ooh. What put him, put him in a car <laughs> with Ricardo Rossi and Michael Schumacher and see who wins? Right. Yes. Good idea. Sorry, Michael. <laughs> it's a tough draw. Uh, another one from Twitter coming up, which is from Joe Jessener. Um, if you could each construct your perfect track by combining the first, second, and third sectors from different F1 circuits, what would they be? Don't come to me first, thank you. I've got thoughts about it. Oh, don't come to me first. Then you do it. I'll, I'll go first on this one. Um, it's a really tricky one. Um, yeah, it's hard. I'm going to take the first sector from Interlagos. You've got the center S's, and then you've got the, the dash down the straight. I'll take the first sector at Interlagos. Uh, I'll take the middle sector at Silverstone. Um, so we get, get some maggots and Beckets in there. Um, and third sector. Uh, this one might be the toughest one. Um, I'll go with Suzuka's third sector to get 130R in there and the Casio triangle, just so I can see Fisichella defend thin air for the rest of my life. <laughs> that, I'll go with that. Interlagos, Silverstone, 
and then uh, Suzuka. Um, yeah. I'll go next. Uh, Suzuka is my sector one because I, I love Suzuka sector one. Um, sector two, I was going to go for... Oh, God. I've forgotten already. Well, sec- sector three, I was going to go for Monza and sector two, I was going to go for... Um, <laughs> well, I'll go for um, Istanbul because <laughs> you get Turnate in there. Think. Yeah, I guess with sector yeah, three at Monza, you just about get Ascari as well, don't you? Because it's yeah, just before, get four. Yeah, yeah. enters into yeah. Ascari. And I... you go, tur- you go out of turn eight <laughs> at, at Turkey straight into Ascari. <laughs> Love it. And I know that Ascari is your favourite circuit on the entire. Uh, sorry, favourite corner on the entire calendar, Sam. So I don't know if you're going to go is... the same direction. I think if Ascari was at the end of sector two, it would get more of a shout. But of course, I do really like what was once known as Parabolica, a.k.a. Giant Satellite Dish, um, which is... Oh, we don't talk about that enough. No, that is... Unbelievable. A strange translation. Um, <laughs> oh, Sector 1, I'm going to go for Spa, um, because I would like Eau Rouge Magnus. Um, mm. I also like localised weather, please, in each place that we go to. Um Sector two, I am gonna also go for Silverstone because I think coming through the Kemble Strait and then straight onto Stowe or wherever it is or Cops rather is gonna be quite nice. Or is it? Does it start further back actually? Because doesn't it? It starts before um, Brooklyn's. Sec- like Brooklyn's, yeah. And it ends with Maggots and Beckett's right at the end of it, doesn't it? And whatnot. Uh, that's tasty. Like that. That's a tasty, good tasty, yeah. tasty, tasty yeah. sector. Yeah, and then see, I was then going to go final sector Monza, but then you're doing the Maggots Beckett's turners, turn, turners, Maggots Beckett's turners, Maggots Beckett's turn straight into Ascari, and I feel like I know it's nonsensical. You know, like, <laughs> maybe we'll just have Baku as the final sector, and we'll just drag race it all the way sure. down. Why not, eh? Something ridiculous like that. Straight out of Maggots and Beckett's onto the stupid start, the final slow corner to then start the, the kick-off of the run. Into, la, into Lassos. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's how it goes. So there we go. Can't believe Spain Sector 3 didn't get a look yeah. in there. It was on, on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. new one, yeah. Monaco Sector oh. 2 as well. Nothing for Yeong yeah. Nam. Disappointing. Oh. Yeah, that's a great. Well, I, I, I base mine all on current tracks. I would, you know, if we were talking every yeah. track in the world, I need to spend one more time on it to start with. But I probably would take something out of um, Mount Panorama. You know, the old mounting section would definitely come into play. <laughs> Downhill into Ascari. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big Ooh. fan of Bathurst, folks. By the way, big fan of Bathurst. Oh lordy. Hopefully those answers uh, were good for you, Joe. Um, we'll move on probably to... Not. Well, hopefully they were. We'll move on to Plasma E's question, which is, if you could have one person related with F1 in any way on the podcast, who would it be? And in brackets, Big Shaq is the obvious one, so it can't be him. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> oh, dear. Harry? Who's going first? All right, I'll go first. Um, Eddie Jordan. Oh, that, oh, oh, EJ. oh brilliant. <laughs> EJ. I don't know if it could be topped. Uh, he was second. Yeah, <laughs> I would like to. I would, just shout at him I would like to interview time. Eddie Jordan. I'd like to do a one-on-one piece with Eddie Jordan. No, because I don't think that'd be broadcastable. <laughs> That's my point. I feel like it would be too ridiculous. <laughs> so, so you're going with Eddie Jordan, Sam? Um, I will have to go with my Formula One legend and bring back Mr. Murray Walker. Um, I feel like the stories he can tell and just the, the speaking to, I could speak to him for hours if I ever got the chance to. And also, if we could just have his voice properly on the podcast, like, wouldn't that just be amazing to listen to? Um, he'd probably say everything wrong. He'd probably get everything in the wrong order, much like I do. Um, but it would just be great to listen to. Uh, unlike what I do. So, yeah, no, I absolutely love to have, have Murray on the podcast. That is a dream, obviously, that can never be fulfilled. 
Yeah. Um, oh, those are two very good answers. I think if I was, if I was doing like a an interview by myself, I would go with Jackie Stewart. But I don't know if Jackie Stewart would fit the overall vibe of the podcast um, in the same way. <laughs> I, I I have to go. I, I'm going to have to agree with Harry here. Eddie Jordan on this podcast would be the most <laughs> sensational thing in the world. Late breakers, if you'd like to all tag what, Eddie what would we ask him? Everything. You wouldn't need to Everything. ask him anything. That's the best thing. Right. You just be you, EJ, and let him go. Shall we? Shall we get him to play pump the brakes and just give his his biggest F one opinions? I'm gonna ask him. Just ask him about when Patronus are gonna leave F one and then set him off and they'll talk for an hour because they're, oh. they're gonna leave. They're gonna leave it any day now. Let's make it happen. <laughs> I'm going to ask him. He's not done a big... Uh, Eddie, Sorry, Sam. how did you get back to your hotel before the Monaco Grand Prix started? Because I remember seeing you run across the track drunk um, at the start of broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's on EJ. I love him. Next question from Instagram comes from Juan Alviani. Uh, apologies if that Great one is horribly pronounced. Um... If you were running your own team for the next five years, what would be your driver lineup for 2022? Sam. Oh, do I have to pick. Oh, my own team for 2022. What would be my driver lineup? But you've got these, these two drivers for the next five years. Next five years. That's a really good question. It's a really good question. I, I've got mine if you Oh, want yeah, you go. No, you go. I'm going to go for. Georgie Russ and Charles Leclerc. Moses Leclerc. <laughs> yeah. To give him his, his true ties. You don't don't want any of Max. I do, but I don't I don't I think there's an issue, there's a sustainability issue on on who can be Max's teammate. And I don't know whether in the long run, over five years it's gonna work. Not not I if it was if one choose one driver, I, I might go Max, obviously it's Hamilton as well. But um over the next five years as a pairing that'll be a very solid shout sorry mate alright I I'm going to uh, agree with you on the no max front I don't want I don't want any possible drama and I also would not favour a driver over the other so I actually am going to throw it back to a couple of years ago old McLaren pairing Lando Norris Carlos Sainz and in their current ability though from now um I thought you were about to say Jensen Button and Lewis Hamilton. Yes. <laughs> Just go the old McLaren pairing. <laughs> Jensen out of retirement. Lewis, you keep going to your 44. Come on. That's wow. good. That's good. All right. Well. So, Signs and Norris for you, Sam. Leclerc and yeah. Russell for you, Harry. Um, I'm going to give a bit of a controversial opinion here. Um, and I'm going to go for... Stroll. No, it's a bit of a controversial one. I'm going to go with the guy last season that broke the record for most number of podiums in a year. I'm going to go for the guy who won a world championship. Uh, and I'm going to go for a guy who's generally pretty good at racing. I'm going to go with Max Verstappen. Is that is that a bit mad? Ooh. Is that... That's out there. That is out um, there. Push boundaries. And I, I don't care about unity, harmony. As you know from this podcast, we thrive on the opposite of that. So, uh, Verstappen and Leclerc, put them in the same car. Oh Let's see God. what happens. Ben just wants to watch the yeah. world burn. Yeah. Yeah. Now you know how this Leclerc, podcast is same run. Car. Let let the battle <laughs> commence. Do you remember that battle they had at like Silverstone in a couple of years ago, where they were just banging wheels for about? Three well, that's because it came after constantly. Austria, wasn't that- it? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, but it'll just be that for for an entire five years. Can you years. convince me that you don't want to see that? It's a very very good point. I'm, I'm thinking of the fact. Very good point. Um, Pardon, this one might well be a sure answer. This one's from Skyler. Should I trust anything? Sam says. <laughs> no. Harry's answer is no. What is Sam's answer? <laughs> no. Oh, I don't trust it. Well, oh, 50-50. Well, it's, yeah, it's a 50-50. So, Sam, if you've said no, you've actually, you're actually all right, because the answer must be yes. Um, I, I'm actually going to... This is rare. I'm going to pay you a compliment, Sam. Oh my I God. think 
I think the people should trust what Sam says because, yeah, there are a lot of incredibly daft analogies in there and you never quite know where they're going. But listen along because without fail, they will make sense by the end of it. And I mean that. They will somehow come back around to the original point and you're sat there thinking, yeah, actually, you know what? It does make sense. So I, I don't trust everything Sam says, but I think he's worth listening to. Oh, that is really good. Nice. I mean, it's fair. Thanks. Before this podcast, Sam Sam was saying that, you know, if someone's mumbling, it's not like talking in HD. It's like talking in 480p. <laughs> and, and that somehow makes sense. <laughs> My right. point exactly. That makes sense. Like when your YouTube video goes all blurry, you're like, where's my signal gone? That's like someone talking like this. And you can you like, speak up. <laughs> Talk normally. Open your mouth. <laughs> oh man! Oh god! Brilliant! So there you go, Skylar. <laughs> uh, we'll go back to Twitter for the next one, which is from Jason, uh, and it's actually about the podcast itself. Which is what made you all want to start a podcast on F1? How did the idea come about between the three of you? How long have you got, folks? How long have you yeah, got? That, that could be a book. Could be a book. Could be. An audio book. Do you want to start the book, Sam? Um, From the I, beginning. We, so yeah. So okay, let's we'll do a bit of a mini wrap up life story. So we all we all knew each other um, individually to a degree. Uh, going through secondary school which if you're not from the UK that's age 11 to 16 and then we all went to the same college and I didn't pay attention in my first year of college um, just like I don't pay attention on this podcast and I decided that actually I didn't do a very good job so I restarted college essentially which you could do so I, I did an extra year and in that start of that extra year I met these two Muppets in history class because we all did history together as an A-level uh, and Sam, came time, with the, uh, Sam came in on. with the Sam came in with the like yeah Lunchbox. I <laughs> did. Class I had a with a Buzz Lightyear lunchbox. I turned to Harry 17. and went, avoid this guy. <laughs> and I sat next to them. Yeah. Um, and we all came to the realisation that we we love Formula One. and had done, you know, individually as children growing up. And so Harry lives quite close to the college. And on our breaks, on our days off, we would meet up and we'd all just chill out and, and have a pasty, which you did in Cornwall, which is where we all met in, in England. Cornish pasty, look it up. They are a delicacy. Um, and we'd play Formula One. And eventually, when we're all being silly, I was making an overtake uh, going into Parabolica, large satellite dish, on one of the old uh, Formula One games. And while doing it, I shouted loudly, late breaking, just to be silly. Anyway... Kind of stuck, because as we started going, getting ready for university, we wanted to start writing about Formula 1. The Drive Tribe came along. You may have heard of the Drive Tribe, run by Jeremy Clark and the like. And we thought, let's do it together. We'll just write stuff together. So we started writing together, individual articles, group stuff. And then we started making silly videos and, and YouTube. We are on YouTube. Which you'll never see YouTube. You'll never see. You'll never see the originals. They are shocking. one point, I threw a Kit Kat out the window, and we followed it with a POV cam. <laughs> Um, there's just a little sprinkle of the tasting. One point, we asked where Joni and Palmer might be using Apple backgrounds to disguise ourselves as a roller coaster. No, we asked whether he'd, he'd ridden a llama yet. Oh, Palmer on a llama, the same yeah. one was called. Um, anyway, eventually, uh, we, 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 we don't know how much we like YouTube, and that's still the case. If we're going to be completely transparent and honest with you, YouTube is frustrating, and we much prefer the fact that we can just sit here as a three... And have a chat. So we thought, let's give a podcast a go. Let's pick it up and try it. And we never expected any of you to listen. We thought it would just be the three of us talking. And now we only have nearly 250,000 downloads of this podcast in about a year, which is absolutely crazy. And so that's kind of how it happened. It was a natural progression from us talking about F1 at college to then playing the game to then writing articles and then making content on it like this. So, yeah, I mean, that kind of sums it up. Is there anything you'd like to add, chaps? That was that was very well told, actually. Um, Thank you. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it kind of came back. We 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 had a bit of a false start with this podcast. So if <laughs> we you, did. Please, please don't go back and listen to episode one because it's a long time ago. Um, and and we did about six episodes, and then and then somehow we didn't have two hundred fifty thousand downloads after six episodes. So we were like, nah, don't do that anymore. So we stopped for a bit. Tune. <laughs> don't go listen. Um, but yeah, we did we did multiple multiple. Uh, 
to different types of video live streams. We had something called the late breaking F1 show, which I, is kind of like a, a precursor for this. I would, I guess. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it kind of just came about organically. I guess you can say it was just the next next logical step, and it's the one that's done really well. So it's the thing we hadn't tried and failed at, essentially. Yeah, exactly. We are a product of trial and error, folks, and that's where <laughs> that's what our mothers say to us. Yeah, actually, the truth. Yeah, <laughs> we'll move on to this one of my favourite names so far: DJ Spin to Win. Great name. Oh, nice. get him in the back of the car doing the tunes. I'm a, I'm a big I'm a big fan of this question as well. It's it's nice, direct to the point. Gasly in a Red Bull again. Lando in a Mercedes. Who wins? Harry. I can ask you a Lando. Um, and and that, that seems harsh because we've not really, maybe not seen enough of Lando. But, but you know, Gasly, admittedly, he was probably brought up too early for that chance in Red Bull. But we've seen it before. It didn't, it didn't work out. And, you know, he has been, he was supreme last year, I think. But, I think maybe Lando was just slightly better, and I think he his 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 ceiling, as it were, that he can reach. I think it's slightly higher than than Gasly's is in terms of what he's um, you know able to achieve in the future. So I, I, you know, I think it would be close, but I I think I'd hand it to Lando on this one. Um, and I don't mean I mean that in no offence to 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 dear Pierre. I just think Lando's maybe just got a little bit more to offer in the in the long run. Yeah, I think um, Gasly having a second shot at that Red Bull, he'd do a much better job than he did the first time around. Given he's actually, you know, got some time this time around. Um, <laughs> but even so, I'm actually going to agree with you, Harry, on this one. I would go with with Lando Norris. Um, the only reason on this one is I'm massively biased towards British drivers. Oh, no <laughs> <way>. <laughs> Sorry, that's a different yeah. podcast. British Ben, they call you. British Ben, that is my nickname. <laughs> around, Brexit around, Ben. Around the streets of Cornwall. Um, no, I, <laughs> I, I... I think Lando Norris, again, for the same reason you said, Harry, I think um, both very solid drivers. I think Lando Norris's ceiling is a bit higher, though. Sam, are you going to defend the honour of Pierre Gasly? Uh, no, sorry, Pierre. Oh, um, British pop. I need to see Pierre Gasly in a car that isn't the Alpha Tauri and it isn't failing in that Red Bull, unfortunately. I don't care what car it is. I just need to know that he could drive that well in another team. Um, and he didn't prove that when he went to Red Bull. I, I do believe it was too early for him. But he's only driven well in the Alpha Tauri, which once was Toro Rosso. So, no, for me to be able to put him above Lando Norris, who has been increasingly good year on year on year, I just need to see him do it in another car. Um, he's had the opportunity, which he didn't take. So, yeah, I think Lando currently has just got a bit of a higher ceiling. Uh, we're going to move another great name actually we're moving on to now uh, we go back to Discord for this one um, this is the Bungalorean related to great the Mandalorian name. quite possibly not sure uh, <laughs> and this, this question it might be the most random one we've got so massively appreciate this if you were to rule a small island nation what would the <laughs> name of it be Sam <laughs> go ahead I've got, <laughs> I've got two answers um, oh god! The the first one would be a little nation known as uh, well group of nations. I was going to think it's United Kingdom. Um, it's a horrible place, um, and no one likes being here. Um, so that's good, right? I think that name's already taken. Yeah, I don't think you can use that one. <laughs> <laughs> but the leader I've heard is already an idiot, so nothing changes, right? Um, True. And then my actual Likes one. A party. <laughs> don't ambush him with a birthday cake, folks. Um, <laughs> Topical. Um, the other one would actually just be called uh, simply Sam's Town, uh, and I would inquire that the Killers have to play there at least once a week, the full album, um, at the local venue. Pretty a, a two-star establishment. Uh, but yeah, Sam's Town would be the name of the island. Harry, I, I I'm really struggling to come up with some pithy, witty name for mine. But it, the whole ethos of my small island nation is that no one judges you if you're late <laughs> oh here we go <laughs> islands that never get anything done exactly <laughs> <laughs> it's chilled doesn't matter if you're a bit late no one cares 
No one cares island is what I'm going to call it. I'm going to be visiting. <laughs> if we were a little care, tree, mate. a little trio of islands in, I don't know, the Mediterranean. I'd go to Beng's I know, I'd go to Beng's Island. no idea what it is. I'm going. I'm not coming near yours. Just flying over my my island and people going, why is nothing happening down there? No, no, no one cares. cares. <laughs> Me and the killers flying over. <laughs> Um, I, my, my island uh, is wholly centred around F1. There would be multiple F1 tracks on it. I don't care what else happens. There are multiple F1 tracks on this island. Big island. Um, I'll name it after late breaking, but because it will be quite an exotic place, uh, it's got an exotic name. Last breaking. Oh. Can we have a little so exotic. over the A in breaking as well? Oh, yeah. Last breaking. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> an umlaut that was it's called no, that's a that's a different type of one from Germany I believe uh, sorry sorry you're, Germany you're an umlaut I <laughs> did not know I didn't know what to expect when we started this Q&A episode I did not think a shout out for an umlaut would make an appearance but here we are <laughs> shout out to all the umlauts in the world big up the umlauts it's not like a football team now <laughs> umlaut FC the mighty umlauts. <laughs> they, they play. They play on. Uh, they play on last breaking. It's all good. Um, home stadium. Oh. I, I just thought, what would my football team be? You wouldn't have one. You could no, be no, <laughs> Sport ball FC. Oh yeah, sure. I don't really, don't really watch football anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. We'll go on to a question from happy.pans, um, which is, what's the most tedious part of your podcasting process? I feel like this one's for you, Harry. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. I love doing this podcast, but we record this on a on a Wednesday night. And as we record now, it's about 20 past eight. We finish half eight, maybe nine o'clock. These two bugger off and do their own thing. <laughs> and then I have to go and edit the the thing and and i love it and actually often it takes me longer than it should because i end up listening to ourselves this is the kind of humor we have we end up just laughing at ourselves and i end up laughing at what we've literally just said well exactly i i I just end up laughing at what we just said but the most tedious part is is um is the whole editing process i've got it down to a a fine art if i say so myself now but i still sometimes get it wrong sometimes i forgot i forget to upload it that's happened on on multiple occasions. Yeah. So that's it. it's basically the the time from about nine o'clock to maybe half ten on a Wednesday evening is the most tedious part of this of this of this process. Pray the rest of it. Pray, rest of it, I love. Just to give pe- if it's a- give people an idea though, because um, you you you're right with all the, the the editing you do, but like just to give people the right impression here, it's not like we record like, a two hour. We do, it's not like we do a two-hour right. session and then we cut it down to an hour, giving you the best parts. Everything is live. Barely anything is ever cut out. Like only really offensive things get get cut or, out. Or <laughs> or if we have an internet problem and someone sounds like an absolute robot, that is pretty. Oh much yeah, they, actually, this is a very good point. It doesn't happen so much now, Touchwood. But when we use a different podcast provider, if your internet cuts out, it just would ruin the whole thing, and then we'd end up re-record. We've re-recorded entire podcasts before, and that's. That's, you know how hard it is to be idiot. funny when you know the joke is coming, right? <laughs> you like, know what you're going to say. It's not funny anymore. Yeah, that is tedious. My way around that, Sam, is just don't be funny the first time. I bet I'm an expert <laughs> at that. <laughs> just repeat. Oh, yeah. That's true. I do laugh at you, not with you. So basically what we've uh, what we've summarised here is that Harry has... A, uh, a post-record uh, thing that he has to do. I spend a lot of time pre-record getting all the topics together. <laughs> and it's great to have you along, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you go back to YouTube, thanks. Check out every bloody thumbnail. They don't take five minutes to knock out. Oh. Um, that no, was some, five. Some I have permanently something. had terrible, terrible internet, so I can't really do anything other than be here, because it... Do you know how long it takes me to upload anything longer than 30 seconds? About yeah. four days. What did you um, try and upload? Not that, like, maybe six months ago, 12 months ago, and it literally took, like, a week. 
It's when we when we were using a separate recording software and we had to download our audio separately and <laughs> yeah. something wasn't working, so we had to upload it to YouTube to download it. It's, folks, this is what goes on behind the scenes. And Ben and Harry, who've got brilliant Wi-Fi, right? They've got fiber. I live in a church, an old converted church, and I have ruddy internet. Um, and it said, you know, upload time estimated, something like 47 hours remaining or something like that. And then when it uploaded, when it finished saying 100%, it went, oh, sorry, your connection went down at some point during the upload and it failed. So that's why I can't do anything. I used to do all the thumbnails where I lived previously. Um, and I used to edit some of the videos as well. But I think the most tedious part now is just thinking. Honestly, just having to that actually think. That's difficult. Yeah. I'm sorry for making Being the think. funniest becomes tedious as well. Making you all laugh all the time, that becomes a bit <laughs> bit difficult. Sometimes you think, you know, Ben and Harry might pick up the slack, but we never do in that respect. <laughs> what do you bring to the actual podcast? I don't know, I'm exhausted from editing. <laughs> Just happening all the time, you two. Ah. <laughs> uh, Next question comes help. from Andrew Henderson twenty nine on Instagram. If you could put oh, the 29th, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we don't deal with any 25th versions of Andrew Henderson here of the Andrew Henderson dynasty, exactly. <laughs> if you could put any driver, alive or dead, back into F1 in their prime form, who would it be and why? Harry, um, what back into current day F1, I guess. Yeah, uh, oh my good lord. That's a really difficult question. Uh, look, obvious answer, and a bit because a bit of a fanboy, but I, I'd put two thousand and four Michael Schumacher in in a in a in a current F one car because I think that would be good banter all round. But there are lots of choices here. Some we've already really mentioned, but I'll let you guys let you guys have that one. Um, I'll go with because I I you know my view is that. Michael Schumacher is the greatest driver of all time and I would not in any way be against 2004 Michael Schumacher showing up or even a 90s version of Michael Schumacher showing up because he had some belting performances like 95, 96, 97 Um, but I'm actually going to go slightly before that for selfish reasons just because we did as a trio enjoy some of Schumacher's career if not quite all of it Um, but because of our ages uh, Ayrton Senna um, sort of late 80s, early 90s at and Senna. Didn't get to witness him live, so um, yeah, this would be the opportunity to do so. So I'll go with him. Oh dear. I'll have to, I'll have to flip, the, flip the lid on this one and go for the opposite of what Benjamin's gone for and say that I would like to bring back uh, the, the opposing, the villain almost to Ayrton Senna and that is Alain Prost. Um, I would love to see the, the workings and the, the mind of Alan Prost running a modern Formula 1 car at the peak of his ability um, I probably would have put old Mickey S in the car if Harry hadn't brought it up but I'd like to be a bit of variation so I think um, yeah I think I like I think the, the man knows how to create something out of nothing so Prost himself we are absolutely spitting on the legacy of 99 Pedro Diniz aren't we <laughs> oh sorry Pedro Sorry, maybe next time. <clears throat> next, one, next one is from uh, Craig, uh, which is, do you have any non-F1 or uh, racing games that you enjoy? Sam? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I so like folks behind the curtain, I work in the gaming industry outside of our late-breaking content, so I'm quite on the pulse when it comes to games. I, I'm a big gamer, thoroughly enjoy gaming. Um, should I say I know gaming more in this introduction? Um, Game. Gaming. Games. Um, <laughs> I like stuff that allows you to be to customise. I like a really interesting story, open world stuff. I'm a big fan of the Fallout series. I like uh, the the Alien universe. Um, I'm a big fan of Alien Isolation. I think it's one of the best, best games ever made. Uh, the original Mafia game is a personal favourite. And I like strategy stuff as well. So, um, Civilization. European Universalis, all stuff like that, all really sad, nerdy things where I take over the world because I can't do it with this podcast for these two, so I have to do it in a separate place. Um, and then other simulators, generally other racing games, of course, anything racing related, I'm also a, a huge fan of, but we, we ask mainly for not racing there, so keep it separate. So yeah, those kind of games, I'm a big fan of. Harry? I'm uh, 
not quite as much of a as a gamer as as Sam has pointed out. Um, gamer. So I I'm, my my main gaming is is motorsport racing games. I I have you know I've got like Call of Duty, but not very good at that. FIFA O nine. I do. <laughs> I've you still got FIFA O three somewhere. Um, Up the brakes. Uh, I'm not. I'm not very good at FIFA either, to be honest. I, I like. I like. Um, I don't know what. I don't know what I like. What's a little oh, sorry, we sorry. I'm. Oh, little big. I'm laughing at little big planet. That's that is a great game. We we play many games multiplayer, folks. When we get together, and uh, we always pick a really. Um, odd or random team to play as and the amount of times that Harry has been in possession of the ball <laughs> pressed the wrong button on the controller and he just hoofs it off for a throw in every single time he gets the ball um, Look, I'm just got playing this... for the corner All right. The corner. <laughs> every time we've also got the single three man attack where if a defender has the ball on the other team we just run at them we go and we crunch them with our three sliding tackles we don't play it seriously but it's good fun. Also, Big Little Planet, absolute gem of a game. Thank you, Harry, for that one. Yeah, I, I think one more, and it's it's not out. But I, the trailer came out for it the other day, and I think I'm I don't think I've been this excited for a game in a long time. Is the Skywalker saga of Lego Star Wars? It looks absolutely insane. I'm not ashamed to say. It. <laughs> I'm not not ashamed to say it. it looks ridiculous. Yep. So that's probably going to be the only non-racing game I'll buy. I'll buy that an F1 2022. And that's probably about it. And then the PS, and then I have to get a PS5 because, well, I won't do that for years. But anyway, yeah. To, oh, to be clear, when, when Harry bought a PS4, because <laughs> the transition from PS3 to PS4, Harry essentially bought a PS4 finally, pretty much at the time the PS5 <laughs> was announced. <laughs> it yeah, took he him bought a while. it about three months before it was announced, and me and Ben had gone for four years, five years. Ridiculous. You, you might have heard of the phrase early adopter. That is the opposite of Harry. <laughs> oh, good. Ben, what I, about you? What do you get up to? I think I probably fall somewhere in the middle of you two, really. And I don't think I'm quite as much of a gamer as you, Sam, generally speaking, but probably more so than Harry. Um, I, <laughs> to, to be honest, I don't deviate much away from sports generally, although I do sort of go away from racing with a few of the games. So I, I, I love the FIFA series. I love... Uh, NBA 2K, love those games, love the NFL games as well, Madden. Um, so yeah, generally don't do much outside of, um, to be honest, those core games plus F1 and uh, and anything else there. But um, nearly all sport. Nice, sports, 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 love sports. <laughs> and we Winning. come, we come to our final question. Which is from, and this is on Instagram, so there's no spaces here, so I'm not quite sure how this is pronounced. It's either Annie Hurton or it's Annie H. Hurton. I'm not too sure. Sorry about this one. Um, If you had to be locked up with any driver for 48 hours, which driver would you choose? Harry. Um, Is it got to be current? Doesn't specify. All right, I won't go current then. I would go for Mark Webber because I'd reckon we'd have a right old knees up. <laughs> no, I think we'd have a great time, um, and you'd have a laugh with Mark Webber. There are a lot of good choices here. You could stay locked up with like one of the Twitch quartet, and you like Lando Norris or something, just end up playing games all, all for forty-eight hours. But um, yeah, I'll go. I'll go for. I'll go for Mark Webber. Bit of a life and soul of the party. Sam? Um, I think I'll join you on the Aussie trip, but I'll go for current Mr. Danny Rick. Um, I feel like me and him in a room together will really vibe, so um, that's just where I think we'll be at. I don't think we'll want to leave, to be honest, after the time period's up. We'll have a great time together. <laughs> Keep I'm staying here. Not we'll going. just be the Buffalo Bills forever and take silly photos and balance things on our heads and then all the other people by being too loud, I imagine. I yeah. am going to go with Alex Alban. I think it'd just be lovely. Oh, for God's sake. Mm, I, I could write. Yeah. I was thinking lovely because I thought maybe like Sebi Vet, he'd probably be quite a lovely 48 hour companion. Yeah. Just be yeah. nice, wouldn't he? I'd go on a road trip with Sebi Vet. All right. Why, You're nominating yourself trip? for that. I am. Yeah. yeah. Se- uh, Seb, if you are listening and you want a friend of the podcast, doesn't know it yet. 
if you'd like <laughs> to go on a road trip with me and just me, we'll film it. Why not? Um, I feel like we have a good chat, have a laugh. I feel like you teach me a thing or two, maybe being calm and zen and appropriate. We we do need to organise a late breaking call of fame road trip at some point, which is the three of us: Shaquille O'Neal, Yuki Sonoda, Dave Benson Phillips, and your fire alarm, Harry. The dead fire alarm now. Yeah, which is rest in rest in the pit lane. Um, he's opposite of dead. He's now fully functioning <laughs> and has I all the battery. <laughs> put the old battery back in for the road trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yuki will hate it. <laughs> oh man. I think we'd all hate it. I wasn't sure we were going to get through all of those questions, so yeah, it's a good thing that we did. So many we didn't answer, though. Sorry if we didn't actually get yeah. to yours. We kind of we we literally grabbed the ones that came in, and there are plenty that we didn't answer. So we are sorry. Apologies. Yeah, we did have to be a little bit selective, but it, that in itself is a uh, a very humbling thing because we had we had to be selective about questions that came in. Um, it's always a bit of a fear when you do something like this that two people will respond so thank you very much to everyone who did send in a question it is greatly appreciated come on I've got a tedious thing to get on with right okay as you already know folks this is now we're now eating into Harry's evening because he needs to go away and edit this thing uh, and get it uploaded so we'll let him do that Sam if you wouldn't mind getting us out of here Folks, thank you so much for your all your questions. They are funny, brilliant, interesting. Odd that you want to know about our personal lives and who we are behind this, which is very humbling. Um, my my partner did bring up the idea of maybe when we hit a certain milestone, we should allow you to do a comedy roast of the three of us. Um, I don't one. know. Let, let us know if you're up for it. Maybe we'll do it in a year or something as like a Christmas special. Who knows? Um, thank you for tuning in. This is a bit of a one-off bizarre if you've stuck all the way through so uh, yeah thanks very much for the three of us in the meantime I've been Sam I've been Ben Hawking and I've been an umlaut and remember keep breaking late can't believe you told them about Tim Tok umlaut FC <laughs> <laughs>